This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thinking of the terminology um, that uh, Princess Diana used, a, a moving carpet. I know. For the corgis. <laughs> and I, I guess that could be taken as what are, are you saying? There's so many, or. or They're you just know, that furry? Oh, yeah. maybe they, they, they shed a lot? I don't or know. maybe they move together and all just kind of come rushing to say hello? Maybe they follow your feet all the time. So you're Sweep you cozy away. To go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Great segment. Welcome back to the program. It's Kelly and Company, Romeo Muth and Kelly McDonald. Wherever you're listening in, we thank you for being with us, whether it's for the live show or we have a couple of repeats, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, excuse me. Correct that. 10 p.m. Eastern time. There we go again, living in the past. Ah, yeah. Uh, and 6 a.m. in the morning Eastern time. Now it's uh, time, as we do every other Tuesday, to talk a little nutrition. So let's bring on Julia Karanchis. I love the world of nutrition. Join me, Julia Karanchis, as we talk about everything from food and nutrition to living a vibrant lifestyle. Our nutritionist brings us a wonderful topic today to talk about, something to, to help us get informed and learn a lot about. We're chatting today about prebiotics versus probiotics. Hey, Julia. Hi. Yes, today is one of my favorite topics. I love chatting about gut health and colon health um, and everything to do with the GI tract. I just think it's so important and so fascinating. And there's so many things that we can do on a daily basis to help ourselves that are really not that hard. Um, So today we're going to talk about gut health and the difference between a probiotic and a prebiotic and why they're both important. So even though, right, because they are both important and even though they sound similar and they both have to do with gut health, they are different and have different functions in the body. Well, we talked about probiotics before I remember on the show. So can we do a little recap about them? What is the deal with the probiotic? Yeah, we've talked about them many times. Um, We talked about them in our functional food segment, the immune system and digestion segments. Anytime I touch on those topics, probiotics seem to come up because they're pretty vital to those functions. So they do a lot for our bodies, but in terms of gut health, they notably decrease gas and bloating and promote bowel regularity. And that one I think is pretty important because I think a lot of people can understand, if not relate to not always being regular and having proper bowel movements. And so, um, you know, when I say the word they, I'm referring to bacteria. So probiotics are bacteria. They're not one type of bacteria. There are many, many types of bacteria, but all the bacteria have like a similar, I don't even want to say a similar function, but a a positive function. I would say a positive function. Okay. So because... Yeah. So there are good and bad bacteria. So when we say probiotic, we're talking specifically about the good bacteria. Um, And then your diet like can affect this because we can have an overgrowth of bad bacteria, which can cause problems such as gas and bloating. And so having good bacteria is really important to balance that out. And good bacteria can be found in foods such as fermented foods, which we've talked about, um, like sauerkraut and kombucha. 
your favorite. Mm-hmm. My everybody, everybody's favorite. Oh yeah, well, not really. <laughs> um, but now we all know what I'm talking about. That's and right. uh, and then there's more common foods, right? Like yogurt um, and kefir. If you're familiar with kefir, which is kind of like a a yogurt drink. I'm like loving kefir lately. Um, yeah, so easy to throw into everything. It's, oh my gosh, so it's and, so easy, and it's yeah. probably with that. Well, I don't want to say is that the better way to do it, or or is yogurt the better? It, all of it, no matter what, is going to have that effect on you if you have a yogurt a day or two or whatever. Yeah, um, it, it's all going to have that kind of the the effects of uh, that you were mentioning before, the bloating and so on, and, and, yeah, and it, uh, regularity. Yeah, they're all going to give you some of those probiotics some of those good bacteria okay is is there other than a supplement and I, and again you may tell me that's not necessarily the end all be all answer either is there something we always think what is the thing that's going to give me the best success well a supplement will be definitely stronger than a lot of foods um So if you take it and you can take a supplement very easily in a pill or powder form. And the nice thing about the supplements is that you can pinpoint the, the, the strains of bacteria that you're, you're choosing to consume. So there's certain, so all the, although all the good bacteria has a positive effect on the GI tract, there are certain strands of bacteria that colonize better and have a better effect in the large intestine versus the small, for example. Um, And so when you, choose a supplement, you can choose ones that have different concentrations based on, you know, where your concern is, where your symptom is that you would okay. like, you know, like alleviated. Okay. So it's, it is kind of the easiest way to do it. And then food is great there to maintain and just make sure that you're, you know, daily maintenance. Right. Right. Okay. So let's then move to the prebiotic. How is this yeah. different? Right. Okay. So it's, it's super different, but super helpful. So a prebiotic is not a bacteria. It's a fiber and it's what feeds the probiotic. So it is food for the good bacteria. Uh, this typically comes from carbs, like carbohydrate foods that give us an indigestible fiber, which the bacteria eat. So this is another way to maintain a healthy gut is eat these foods that are prebiotic because they will help to feed the good bacteria that's already in in your GI tract. Okay. So what are some examples? <laughs> right. What do, what do we eat? Well, generally speaking, fruits, vegetables, and legumes. So specific examples would be beans, oats, asparagus, bananas, berries are great, mm. um, and onions. So these are all great examples of prebiotic okay. foods. Yeah, right. these are good. And so, you know, eating these types of foods daily will help to maintain proper a proper balance of good bacteria in the gut, which will therefore keep the bad bacteria in check. And, and it's this balance of the good and the bad that's the goal. I mean, nobody's going to eradicate bad bacteria. That's just not physiologically how we're built. We always have them both. It's a, it's just a balance that we want to maintain. When they're out of balance, it's a condition called dysbiosis. And when you have an imbalanced microflora in your gut, so it's the balance is the goal and eating prebiotic foods helps to maintain that, that healthy balance. It's cool seeing um, 
certain things on this list for prebiotics because I mean we talk about fiber all the time with fruits and veggies and kind of toss all of it in there right all the fruits yeah. all the veggies but um, this seems to be a lot more specific in terms of the kinds of vegetables for example well and it's funny because yeah. when you say oats and then uh, onion yeah for example I, right yeah. Like, hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see how specific you can get with a food group, right? I mean, vegetables sure. is a group, but you can really dive in and get super specific um, with some of the benefits of some of these vegetables. And, you know, I used to work with a naturopathic doctor and, and we would talk about colon health and gut health all the time. And she was um, talking about, you know, if you're constipated or if you've got the reverse problem, eat a banana. And she would always say, just eat a banana, eat a banana. And I realized, you know, oh, it's a prebiotic, which means it's, you know, going to help your good bacteria. And when you have a healthy, good bacteria, you have colon regularity, be it like regardless of what your problem is. Right. So I, it just makes so much sense now. But when I, at the time, I just thought, oh, okay, a banana. But I get, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see how the, that whole mechanism. But she was like, yeah, it's a great remedy if you have, and I don't know what the science is, you know, full disclosure, I don't know what the science is, but. That was just always what she said, and I just found it interesting. Specifically, right? It wasn't eat an apple. It was eat, eat a banana. banana. Eat a banana. Yeah. yeah. And how about the carbs part of it? Like, Kelly, you mentioned the oats. Um, we're not talking like rice and flour. No. Yeah, because it's a type of fiber that you're like an indigestible fiber. And you're going to find those, you know, in a lot of different carbs. I mean, they're not specific to the ones that I've just mentioned. Sure. It's just those are good common sources that are, you know, easy to consume. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not all carbs, but all carbs will help with fiber. But again, it's the complex fiber. Are you getting? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just want to drive back to the probiotic for one second in the, in the supplements, because again, you, we list off a bunch of things that are great to utilize yogurt and, and so on. Um, and that would help you if you wanted to take a supplement, decide which one was best for your system. I'm assuming when you go in, look, talk to someone or or read up on yeah. it, it would let you know basically where the targeting with the com- combo of, of bacteria is, what, what that, what's the outcome would be or in that sense, what the goal is. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, your first option is ask questions to whomever's working at the shop you've gone into. Right. Um, some of the probiotic supplements in their name have what they're helpful for, like, you know, colon, ultimate colon or whatnot kind of thing. Um, but you know, you can definitely ask questions and if you Google, I mean, it's not information that's hard to To find, to locate. Yeah. So, you know, there's this group of bacteria that we know is better for the colon. Um, there's this group of bacteria that we know are great for, traveler's diarrhea for fungus. If you, if the bad bacteria has overgrown and caused a problem, we know there's strains that are great for that. And we know that there's great, there's strains that are great for women because women have this whole other section of their body that has the good bacteria in it as well. Um, and so, and this information, it's not that hard to, to locate once, you know, once you, once you hit in Google, what you're looking for. Um, but I definitely would ask, hopefully the people that are working at the store, are able to to have that base knowledge where they could just tell you very quickly which one might be better for you based on the symptoms that you're having. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you're definitely going to feel a big relief if 
if it's something like constipation, yeah. if you, you know, take a probiotic specific to, to colon health, like the large intestine, you're, you're probably going to feel something some relief quickly, which well, the, is nice. And the big thing is, you know, you probably can tell what's going on, right? You're, yeah. you're not feeling good. And it's just a matter of knowing what to eat to counteract that. Like you're saying yeah. with the banana example. It's so interesting. Yeah. Um, what are foods that are bad for gut bacteria? Right. Because so, you know, we know it's good guess. to know. It's good to know. <laughs> well, let's take a guess. It's good to know what to eat, but it's also good to know what not to eat because you you want to replenish good stuff, but you don't want to feed bad stuff. It's mm. right. It's like a race. It's who's going to get there first. Um, <laughs> high high sugar containing foods um, are not great, and I'm not talking about fruit. I'm not you know I'm not saying don't eat your apple and your banana. I'm talking about that added sugar, the corn syrup, the glucose, those sorts oh, of things. Corn syrup. Oh, those corn Kelly, syrup Kelly solids. Directly yeah. with that no, one. that does. But that's <laughs> been that was like back as a kid. That stuff hasn't yeah. been around. It's a, maybe its effects have still last on. Who knows? But <laughs> but now we, we can we can find it in in foods yeah, as an ingredient, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my but, God, we can find sugar but, but all the people who are anti-corn syrup probably are indulging in it, not knowing they are until they... Hey, Is what maple the syrup okay for good food? It's such a, <laughs> that's such a good point, Kelly. I feel, I, I, yeah, people indulge in lots of things and, you know, they don't well, want to know the, the details. Yeah, I always laugh at the, the haters on it because I think, well, I wonder what the heck you're eating that has it. Um, let's summarize, though. One yeah. is bacteria and one is food for the bacteria and we need them both. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Probiotics are live bacteria and prebiotics are plant fibers that feed the live bacteria. You need them both. They're both important. There's that gold Good. star. I just put it there next to the yeah, corn syrup yeah. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, Julia, thank you very much. Really interesting. And I think um, one of the key things we, we always like to get into is that gut health and reminding ourselves. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Julia Carantius, you can join her every couple of weeks here on the program on Tuesdays for our nutrition chat opposite our wellness uh, conversations with Francis Wong. Coming up next, the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation and the Royal Canadian Mint have unveiled a deeply symbolic keepsake. We learn more in two minutes. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.